pro football jokes. Make it uncomfortable. Welcome to the Pro Football Jokes podcast. We are here uh, after a very interesting week four. Uh, Looking forward to week five. Uh, Nearing, I guess, the quarter mark of the season. It's a little weird now with, you know, there being 17 games, not a perfect quarter mark anymore. Um, But, uh, you know, we're figuring it out. And I'm joined by our unpaid intern, Reeb. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, it's kind of funny that I'm the only person consistently showing up here, Alex. Yeah. Uh, and yet I'm still not compensated. That that is true. I mean, uh, we'll we'll talk about it in your contract negotiations. Um, it's not like a pro football jokes member started a family or anything. Yeah. Had a kid. Yeah. I mean, uh, that is. Uh, I, I don't think that's any excuse. Uh, I mean, I, I would expect uh, Noah to be hard at work here on Pro pretty soon. Yes, he probably needs to learn how to talk before he can join the pod. Well, he's still producing as much content as I am for the site. So. That is very true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is why he's getting your same salary, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking about a raise for him, so. Uh, <laughs> all right, well... Um, uh, it was a nice uh, week of football. Um, we, uh, we were, it, unfortunately, Pep is having some technical difficulties, um, so you will not be able to join. Um, Reeb, as the IT guy, still wasn't able to help. So I don't understand why randomly the site just wouldn't be trusted. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, seems a little sketchy to me. Uh, I Pep's you know been able to join every other time. Uh, I think he's making excuses, but uh, yeah, we'll have to carry it on without him. Um, tough, uh, but uh, let's let's get dive into some football. Uh, there was a big matchup here uh, on Sunday Night Football. Uh, you know, the NFL was hyping it all week. Uh, Tom Brady's return to Foxborough against Belichick, uh, and it was just a very exciting game, right? <laughs> I feel like once we started to see all the rain pour down, it just kind of dawned like, oh, man, this is going to be sloppy. Yeah. Oh, well, I did bet the under, so, you know, I didn't mind seeing it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, uh, I, it was at least a competitive game, came down on the wire, uh, saw Tom Brady lead a, a game-winning drive. And uh, Mac Jones, great bounce back week for the rookies. Mac Jones played very well. Um, almost led them back there to kick the game, uh, game winning field goal. Um, I, I still feel like that was the wrong choice. 56 yards, yeah. it's pouring down rain. Your kicker's got an injured plant leg. Yeah, it was a bold choice. Nick Folk did come close, but yeah, I agree. It's a hell of an effort. Yeah, and also, like, there was still, like, a minute left on the clock, so, like, I mean, you know Tom Brady's just going to go down and kick it to yeah. it anyway. So, uh, I like, if they convert that four and three, then they can just, you know, salt out the clock, kick it with zero seconds left, and maybe win the game. Yeah, it was a weird, weird decision for sure. But then again, I mean... 
it's it's also tough to put your rookie quarterback in that spot. Um, you know, having to having to convert in that situation. And you're and Nick Folk has been really good as a kicker. Um, he hasn't attempted many kicks that long, but. I get it, but I mean, Mac Jones have been completing those short passes all night. I mean, he had what was it, nineteen or is it twenty? Com- like passes completed in 19, a row. Yeah. I feel like he could have dialed something up to get you three yards and at least try to get a little closer. You know, probably. Uh, but you know, Bill Belichick is uh, you know a pretty good coach, so I'll, I'll let it slide for this one game. <laughs> Is he Alex or was Tom Brady just the master? It's true, the whole it's time? The, it was just Tom Brady. There's Bill Belichick is actually a terrible coach. Yep. <laughs> it, That's why he went eleven and five with Matt Castle. Yeah, Tom Brady is the only. You know, all you need is Tom Brady. You don't need any other talented players. Yep. Madden 07, it does not work as well, but. <laughs> Um, in real life, it's seeming like that. Yeah, I mean, it, I just always get annoyed by that argument. It's like, well, is it Brady or Belichick? It's like they went to six super, they won six yeah. Super Bowls. <laughs> it can't just be one person. Nobody's that magical. Yeah. <laughs> the fact but that it's basically just story. two of them. Uh, ESPN cannot hype that. up that if it's not one of theirs, like. Like, it is funny that it's always just... I mean, sure, they're the constants, but, like, they had really good teams, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they had they had good teams around, of course. Like, you can't, you can't win a Super Bowl by yourself. Um, but, you know, there were times when the teams weren't as good as, you know, some of the other teams in the league, and they still managed to either win a Super Bowl or at least still be one of the best teams in the NFL, the one or the two seed, and get to the AFC Championship game. So, I mean, yeah. just continually being a dominant force, no matter who else is around you, was was pretty crazy for that, that run. Um, yeah. It is probably not a good thing that, to me, the most memorable moment slash moments of the game were every time the camera panned to Steve Belichick. Yeah. And, <laughs> man... That is a wild-looking person. Good-looking fella. I just, <laughs> what is it about coaches' kids? Just, just weird. He learned his style from his dad. So, I don't know. Did Bill ever have a mullet? Uh, well, I don't know about that. And obsessively lick his lips. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, that is a good question. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know about that, but I guess Bill Belichick just wasn't around, so he had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he gets that from his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Uh, he just you know, had to be out on the road with all these weird eccentric players, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I didn't even know this dude existed, and now all of a sudden he's the defensive coordinator for the Patriots. I mean, he's been uh, he's been on their staff for a while, um, and yeah, basically, I mean, they just basically you know all the Patriots assistant coaches just get hired elsewhere, and they are left with just Bill Belichick and his family. So, did Matt Patricia is he back on the Patriots at all, or is Matt Patricia just like chilling right now? 
Uh, Matt Patricia, I mean, he's, I think he's just chilling. Um, I would assume he's still getting paid by Lions. Well, yeah. At least for this year. He's, uh, he's definitely, I think he's, uh, he's like, I, he's, I think he's on the Patriots, but he's not, he's not the DC. He's like a football advisor or something. Oh, he's like one of those like quality control people. Yeah. But, like he probably just looks at tape and yeah, I, I, gives advice. Yeah, uh, but most likely he's just kind of there and like to be Bill Belichick's bitch. So yeah. Well, anyway, um, it was a it was a good effort by Mac Jones, but uh, the goat got the win. Um, any, I, I am a little bit concerned about the Bucks' defense. It has not been great through four weeks. Uh, the Bucks offense seems to have slowed down a little bit. I mean, I think I'm not worried about the offense at all. The defense seems to be a little bit of an issue. Definitely not as good. It's as just tough when your entire secondary is injured. <laughs> I mean, they were talking about you know maybe Richard Sherman, yeah, can like contribute in a few weeks, and all of a sudden he's starting. That's true. First week after getting picked up, and then they suffer. Was it two more injuries? Yeah, no, it's true. But, I mean, even before you know, the injuries, they weren't really playing well. I mean, they gave up. Uh, the, the Cowboys were thrown all over them in week one, and it hasn't really stopped since then. Um, they did have a lot of injuries in that game, and they've been banged up ever since. But they've had – I don't think they've been, like, that banged up. It's sort of been on and off. I mean, right, this game, they definitely were. Uh uh, but uh, overall, I think that you know the pass rush has been an issue too. I mean, expect expected Jack Barrett and JPP to get a lot of pressure, and they haven't haven't been as productive so far this year. Well, have they? I mean, I never want to say that it's all about the money, but have, did they both get paid in the off season? I know Shaq Barrett was kind of on a very team friendly deal for how much he was performing. Uh, true. They did. Uh, Jack Bear definitely. I mean, he got a got a pretty good deal. But I, I agree. It, you know, it's, it, and is JPP? How old is JPP at this point? He's pretty old. He was. I think he's like. He's probably like thirty, thirty-two. Because uh, okay. he was drafted in twenty eleven. So yeah, he's got to be at least thirty-two. He was pretty young when he came over to the league. Uh, okay. Like 30, I mean, it is surprising though, still, because like their rookie Tryon looks really good and they still can't get a ton of pressure. I mean, I know Vita Vea has those flash plays like where he just took out the entire left side of the line. Yeah. I mean, Vita, clear Vita first act. a beast, but I, I love Vita Vea. I, I wanted the, <laughs> the football team to draft him. So, so badly. Yeah. The Ron Payne's been great too. So uh, can't, can't complain with him. Um, but yeah, uh, I took mild concern. I, I, wouldn't worry too much about it when you got you got that offense and uh, they they can certainly get hot and rebound as a defense. Yeah, I mean I don't think it's really a huge cause for concern, but again, was the defense really that amazing last year outside of the playoffs? I mean, it was good. Like it was all it was a good defense when it, it was. I wouldn't say it was amazing. It felt like it was the best defense in the league or anything, but it was it was good all pretty much all year. Um, and this year, it's I think it's been well below average. Um, yeah. 
So that, that's somewhat of a concern, but I, I wouldn't, yeah, again, I'm not. not but it's also tough because two of the teams they played, Cowboys and Rams, have two of the best offenses in the NFL. That's true. Yeah. And it's not like they gave up a ton of points here or yeah. a ton of points to the Falcons. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's fine. They'll, they'll, uh, Tom Brady will probably just end up winning the Super Bowl again. So, <laughs> all right. Well, um, there were the, it wasn't just a good day for uh, for Mac Jones, but a good day for all the rookie quarterbacks after uh, terrible performances last week. <laughs> um, Justin Fields, after the miserable start to his uh, career, uh, now. Got to live lions, and apparently that is a cure all for uh, for him. And it's also a bonus that Matt Nagy is no longer calling the plays for you. Yeah, I'm sure that. It's a bit laser, dude. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> he's not much of a step up, but I guess he's a step up from from Matt Nagy. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, but I, I thought Fields played pretty well. He hit. A bunch of fit a few really nice deep throws. Um, I'm still not very sold on him because I was a little concerned with him coming into the league. Just the fact that he seemed to always want to go with his first read or just bail uh, and hold the ball forever. And you know, sometimes that leads to nine sacks like it did against the Browns. Um, but uh, Sometimes when you're playing the Lions, you can just uh, hold it and air it out deep, and that that works out. Um, but also, I mean, he he threw the ball threw the ball very well, so it's a very encouraging performance. He was named the, now named the starter for uh, you know by the Bears. I did see that after what just a day after Matt Nagy like reaffirmed that Dalton was the starter if he was healthy. Yeah. And then he was like jokes, uh, just feels. Uh, I meant not. <laughs> I meant Justin Fields. It's like, all right, he played a good game against the lions. We're fine. Uh, I guess <laughs> that's all it takes. All it takes. <laughs> uh, lions on the other hand, uh, had a pretty dreadful performance. Three yeah. first three possessions went inside the 10. Didn't score a point. Sounds like Virginia Tech. <laughs> they also had a possession later on the fourth quarter, I believe, where they went inside the 10 and did not score either. Honestly, it could only happen to the Lions or maybe the Bengals. Although, I, I, the Lions have worse luck than the Bengals. I know I probably complain more than Jack. Yeah. But the Lions probably. get screwed way, <laughs> get way more. That, way more. Like, I've never seen a snap just so happened to hit your quarterback on the leg and bounce straight to a defensive tackle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it really is incredible. And honestly, I feel like Jared Goff is getting a little too much hate because, like, I feel like he's played kind of like he's. I wouldn't say played well, but he's he's I, he's made this Lions offense kind of fun. Like he he can at least move the ball with like not a lot of talent around him. Like offense line's good, but. Does not have yeah. a lot of receiving threats, and that, that they're at least they're at least able. They're at least fun to watch. I will say they're performing better than I expected. I mean, I didn't think they were the worst team in the league, and I still obviously don't. But I did think this offense was going to be a bit of a struggle and a bit painful to watch, and it has not been that. I, 
And I think, I mean, DeAndre Swift is kind of taking the next step, I would say. He looks a lot better than he did last year. Yeah, I, I really like DeAndre Swift. Uh, he, he looks great. Jamal Williams is, is a great number two. Uh, you know, I've always been a big Jamal Williams fan, and that's a nice little rushing combination they've got going. Not a lot at receiver, but they're getting the most out of their guys. I mean, I believe Raymond. Quentin Cephas looks legitimately good. Yeah, Quentin Cephas looking pretty good. Uh, Philippe Raymond got two touchdowns. Uh, you know, TJ Hawkinson looks like a beast. Yeah, Hawkinson is kind of living up to that first round status now. I don't, I mean, I still don't know. It's been talked about a lot, but like, what are they going to do? Is it Taylor Decker when he comes back? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I can't imagine they're going to take Sewell out of left tackle. Although, I mean, it's sort of weird. To tell, I like Taylor Decker's been a really good left tackle, so it's sort of weird yeah. to tell him. To, I, I, I honestly I'm don't sh- know what they're going to do. But I, I'm sure it's going to piss off either one of them. Like, Sewell's going to be mad to go back to right tackle, and then, like, if you try to tell a vet, hey, you're going to right tackle now because <laughs> this rookie is better than you. <laughs> like, you're kind of... In a lose-lose. Yeah. I mean, it's also like, it's not even necessarily that Sewell's better than him, but he struggled so much at right tackle in the, the preseason. You don't want to move him there. Um, yeah. When he's playing so well left tackle. Um, I mean, to be fair, we don't even know. Like, maybe Taylor Decker struggles at right tackle. Like, maybe they just true. don't have a right tackle. <laughs> they just both can't play right tackle. They're just they're so <laughs> confused. They're like, wow, crap. I thought he was, I thought the yeah. defender was on my other side. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that that could be an issue, but uh, I, I guess I think they'll figure it out. I, I think they'll be okay. One of them should be able to be fine, right? I think I I know people say still struggle at right tackle, but I feel like he'd be able to figure it out if they moved him back there and Taylor Decker. I mean, yeah, it's just gonna take time. Like I'm not saying Panay Sewell can't ever be a right tackle. I'm just sure he wasn't thinking he was going to play right tackle. Yeah. Which is odd. Like, you'd think you're training, like, a year plus since he opted out. Like, hey, maybe I should take some reps at right tackle and just get a feel for this. <laughs> maybe get more comfortable with my pass sets on the right side. Yeah, and... probably would have been smart, but... <laughs> hey, Reed, you, should be a, you should be a coach for... Uh... For uh, the combine, the draft process. The combine, yeah. I just speaking of O line, I have to vent about Virginia Tech for a second <laughs> because I just I've never seen this before. So our offensive line coach likes to train all of our offensive linemen to play all the positions. So our right tackle got injured. And we ended up switching like the whole goddamn line. The right guard or the left guard switched to left tackle. The left tackle switched to right tackle. The right tackle moved or like the backup right tackle moved to right guard. And then like the right guard moved to center. Like everyone got shifted a position. And then they played like ass. (laughs) Because no everyone's playing a position they don't normally play. If if everybody if, if he's trained everybody, then why can't he just put somebody in it 
rate that as somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> because, like, there's some stupid thing like, oh, well, the backup at right tackle isn't really good, and we think, like, the left tackle could fill in better at right tackle, but then who's going to play left tackle? Oh, I guess the left guard, and then everyone just fucking moves. Uh, and that's why you can't rush against an FCS team. That I'm done. That's it. It was mainly just weird, like, I mean, I, I've seen that before where, like, you know, a tackle gets hurt, so you have to move one of your guards to tackle or, or vice versa, but I've never seen, like, the entire line shift. Like yeah, that. the entire line moved. It was just, like, it was wild. And that wasn't even, like, the first time in the game where, like, where the right tackle got injured. We ended up just moving the center to right tackle. And he got burnt on speed rushes all like for the rest of the game. Yeah, I don't know about that one either. The center doesn't, doesn't easily move to to ta- straight to tackle. I mean, it does happen. I don't get it. It's... Just like identify the five players that you want and put them at their natural positions. I don't know why everyone needs to be cross trained. Well, I mean, it's just a weird dichotomy from like, oh man. Panay Sewell can only really play left tackle. He probably shouldn't play right tackle. And then I look at my college team that I support, and it's like, everybody should be able to play everything. <laughs> I mean, some guys can. You saw, like, uh, the the Patriots' Michael Onwenu last year as a rookie had to fill in at, like, a bunch of – he was he was a backup last year. Now he's starting. But he had to fill in a bunch of different positions. And was he, I think he played all five positions in the line at some point because he was just filling in. Yes, but he played really Alex, well. You're not realizing that he's good at football. <laughs> Elton Jenkins for the Packers. He had to fill in at left tackle with David Bakhtiari hurt, and he he's been great. And then he got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and now it's Joshua Nijman, who came from Virginia Tech really. with this O line coach. And you I know what the Packers O line coach said when he came to the Packers? He said, "This guy doesn't know." But we could fix him. <laughs> well, but uh, probably not a great sign for Virginia Tech. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. Well, uh, I guess uh, Virginia Tech uh, national ha- championship hopes are dead now. Well, yeah, that, those were crushed <laughs> when we lost to West Virginia after being like the Lions and getting inside the 10-yard line three different possessions and not scoring. Yeah, I really thought they had it for a second there. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> all right. Don't need to talk about them. Well, uh, the, what were we talking about? Rookie quarterbacks? Oh, that's right. Rookie quarterbacks, yeah. All right. Well, I talk about my favorite rookie quarterback, Zach Wilson. <laughs> got got himself a dub this week. Uh, I was very excited to watch this game. And I uh, went back, watched the highlights, and, uh, you know, the full, full you know, condensed game. Um and uh, I, I thought that I was very impressed with Zach Wilson. He wasn't perfect. Uh, got off to a bit of a slow start. Kind of looked like the same just offense for for a little bit. Um, but then then he started to catch fire. Uh, the the play to, to Corey Davis was just was just so awesome. You know, just you know, like sending him deep and then just launching it on the run uh, for the for the go ahead touchdown. Um, that that was that was beautiful. Uh, not sure about an overtime to call it to call the quarterback bootleg um, on the goal line. 
Uh, that was an uh, interesting decision there by uh, Robert Sala, but ended up working out because Randy Bullock missed. So they got the win. Yeah, like we uh, all probably could have predicted. <laughs> he did have, hit a couple of nice kicks earlier, but uh, he missed That's the one. That's kind of count. always been. Yeah. <laughs> That's always been the deal with him. <laughs> So I did not watch this game. <laughs> I mainly just saw the cut-ins to red zone from it. But in your opinion, like, what did they do differently? Like, what made Zach Wilson look better? Was he just playing better, or did they try to scheme up something different? Um, well, I think it's mostly that he's playing a much worse defense than he has played. You know, he had, yeah. <laughs> he had three straight weeks against <laughs> the what, Broncos, Patriots, and Panthers, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, it's that was a pretty rough. tough start, and the the offense line and he was getting harassed, and I think getting getting a little confused as well. But this week he got the Titans; he was kept pretty clean. Um, they were able to get him on the move a little bit, which was definitely good for him. Um, got got a little play action going. Um, that I, I think that's where he's most comfortable right now. Um, is is playing playing on the bootlegs and getting out there and being able to create and do a little little playground football. Uh, he's getting there with the, you know, pocket stuff. Uh, I mean, I, I thought he was he was fantastic in the pocket in college, so I, I don't think that's an issue. Um, but I think in terms of being able to read and diagnose defenses, obviously he's not not quite there yet, um, which, you know, you expect of a quarterback. So, uh I, I, I still like what I saw. It was, it was very fun to watch. Um, and uh, I think he has a good chance to win again this week against Falcons. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then uh, final rookie performance, uh, Trevor Lawrence against your Bengals. Three. <laughs> it's just... They're just gonna ignore Trey Lance. <laughs> well, uh, sorry. Well, I was I was thinking more of like the the bounce backs. Um, you know, because <laughs> Lance didn't really play before this, so I can't really bounce back. Um, yeah, but I, I guess we should talk about him afterward. Um, but uh, yeah, Tre- Trevor Lawrence, um, you know, obviously very much struggled in the first three weeks, multiple picks each week, got a clean no turnover game, uh, had the Jags in the lead, uh, almost were able to take that 21 or nothing lead in the first first half. But the Bengals stood up the the Jags, the goal line, were able to come back and, and get the win. But nobody cares about the Bengals, so let's talk about Trevor yeah. Lawrence. <laughs> let's talk about Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looked really good. I I do wonder... Um, I mean, obviously, I take in more Bengal-biased media, and that's specifically just the Bengal-focused podcast, because that's the only one that are going to be biased for them. But they're always talking up kind of the Burrow revenge game in that uh, he can stick it to Urban Meyer, the coach that didn't play him in college. But nobody really talked about Trevor Lawrence maybe wanting to get revenge about losing in the national championship. So I definitely feel like Trevor Lawrence came in wanting to prove something. And he came in pretty hot i mean i don't think the Bengals defense was ready for the amount of uh mobility that trevor lawrence can bring yeah which apparently to troy aikman is the most impressive thing about 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his running ability. I mean, shit, the dude did score like an 80-yard touchdown run in a college football playoff. Yeah, I mean, like, Trevor Lawrence is a solid runner. I just thought that was like a bit of an exaggeration to say that, you know, this guy who's like the top prospect in like years, the most impressive (laughs) thing is his running. Like, I, I, <laughs> not his arm strength, <laughs> his football IQ, his accuracy. No, no, no. This dude's, like his, you know, he's like slightly above average <laughs> mobility. He's at best the third runner, third best runner of like the, <laughs> the top, uh, you know, the first round quarterbacks in this draft class. So I mean, yeah, Fields is better, Lance is better. I'd even argue Wilson is better. Yeah, Wilson and Lawrence are pretty close, so they're. Uh, it's uh, I I don't know how how you say that, but it's whatever. Yeah. Um, I I I did think Trevor Lawrence played really well. Um, he did have some nice runs. I, I, that great. He did have a great juke on the touchdown run. Um, yeah. So uh, it, it's so it's tough. A, I mean, the dude's like six five, two twenty, two thirty. Yeah. Like it's hard. I I don't know how they stopped him on fourth down. Yeah. I really thought that was going to be twenty-one nothing. Yeah, that was a great play uh, by the Bengals to, to get the stop. So, uh, hats off yeah. to them. It's just tough. I mean, Lawrence really—I don't feel like he made any huge mistakes in the game. He, he did not. It really just ended up being who had the ball last and the weird decision to punt it from the fifty-yard line. Yeah, that was interesting. Also, I mean. But, you know, DJ Chark got hurt, didn't have a lot of weapons. And, I mean, what are you going to do against yeah. CJ Uzama? I mean, yeah. <laughs> the beast. No no way to stop him. I will say CJ Uzama gives some of the, like, most funny interviews I've ever seen from a football player. Uh, Maybe not as funny as Jamal Williams, but they're pretty true. true. Jamal Williams has, has the best interviews. But I, have not, I haven't heard a <laughs> CJ Uzama one, so I might have to go check that out. He's a, he's a goofball. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, even though DJ Shark got hurt, Lawrence still seemed fine throwing to Chenault and, like, uh, Agnew. Yeah. I mean, sure, they're not great targets, but no, no, no. I, I when think you got he, James Robinson he played and well. those weapons, like, you can kind of make do. Granted, <laughs> there are some uh, extra things going on in the Jaguars' locker room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, since that game so yeah uh, and we may be in for a few weeks of rough performances <laughs> yeah very interesting there uh the, the players been saying you know urban myers to regain their trust i mean would, yeah. <laughs> how would you feel yeah. if you're if you saw that video of your football coach what, what would you what would be i mean you're obviously there? gonna laugh at them like yeah because I mean, how are you gonna take them seriously when they say when your bye week comes up like don't get in any trouble guys you know like stay away from the bars when the dude didn't even fly home with them yeah and has some young co-ed like dancing on his lap <laughs> <laughs> and then the second video where he legitimately just shoves his fingers up there <laughs> like Come on, dude. Yeah, uh, definitely not the the best video to come out, but I mean, it, it's not like he was doing anything terrible. I I think I don't. I think if you're a player, you certainly you would you would be laughing at him and uh, yeah. definitely harder to take him seriously. But 
I mean, was anybody really taking Urban Meyer seriously anyway? So that's that's very true. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, I I don't think it's that big an issue. I just uh, not sure, uh, not sure that this is Urban Meyer's biggest issue, to be honest. But no, but it's never good by week four of your first season. The owner of the team that you're the head coach for has to send out like a public statement, yeah, about your job status and like what you've done. <laughs> yeah, probably, uh, probably not the best. Uh, thing to happen there, but uh, you know, uh, Jags are Jags are zero and four, so uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot, a lot of things to work on there. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I think they'll uh, they'll get a win eventually. Uh, maybe they'll they'll beat beat. They got the Titans this week. The Jets just beat the Titans, so Jags could be next. Totally, I would feel comfortable throwing a lot of money at the Titans right now. All right. Uh, There's no, like maybe the Jets, I don't think the Jags go in 17, not with Trevor Lawrence, at quarterback, yeah. but this week is not going to be the week that they win. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, but I, I don't know that I'd put a lot of money on it. I don't, I don't trust the Titans that much, but I, I, I agree that I'm, I'm not, I'm not optimistic about the Jags chances. Um, right. Also, now that I've said that, anyone listening, don't put a lot of money on that. <laughs> yeah, you honestly should just put. Uh, now I kind of want to put money on the Titans. Just <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, all right. Let's talk about Trey Lance. Uh, he comes in for Jimmy G. Uh, played pretty well. Uh, got scored some fantasy points at least. Uh, you know. So <laughs> most I mean, important. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly didn't watch much of this game either, so I, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure how he played. Um, but he yeah. moved the ball. I saw the deep bomb to the completely busted coverage. Yeah, I, I mean, he moved the ball. Uh, I, I think you know Kyle Shanahan was talking about how this is, this is not basically not the offense he's going to run with Trey Lance when he actually yeah. game plans with Trey Lance. So uh, you know, there was a lot of under center stuff, I think they're going to run a lot more option and um, the shotgun with with Trey Lance in there, and uh, I'm I'm excited to see what Kyle Shannon could cook up when with you know we compare with Trey Lance. Uh, I think the is he going to start? Like is is Jimmy G out? Yeah, Jimmy's out. Um, oh. So he's he's starting this next week. Um, I'm I'm I'm. I'm very much looking forward. I, I don't think they'll they're playing the Cardinals, so or not the not the Cardinals. They, um, yeah, they're playing. Yeah, they are playing the Cardinals. Yeah, um, so okay. I don't think they're going to win. But yeah, you know. I'll say that makes the 49ers infinitely more interesting to me. Oh yeah, because absolutely. I find Jimmy Garoppolo just one of the most boring quarterbacks to watch. Yeah, I think uh, he's kind of proved <laughs> this year. It's like. <laughs> it's not good when you immediately like everybody like just sees you and are like I, I would rather be watching anybody else at quarterback so the fact yeah. that they have a first round rookie who can run and it's exciting um, feel like uh, I feel like this job is probably going to be Trey Lance uh, yeah. if he you know looks halfway decent in this game I agree <laughs> yep all right. Well, that does it for the rookies. Um, 
Uh, other teams um, were kind of excited about moving forward, or you know, looked you know have have looked good. Um, well, what do you think about the Chiefs? They they kind of bounced back against the Eagles here, um, forty-two to thirty. Um, or this performance kind of make you uh, feel? I, I don't know. Any of us were worried about the Chiefs, but is this reassuring? I mean, it's nice to see the offense kind of get back to its like record-breaking ways and look like, you know, the all-world team that we've kind of gotten accustomed to the past few years. But they also, how many points did the Eagles score? Thirty. They also gave up thirty points to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Led by Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that so. that is an issue. There were no punts in this game. Neither team punted. The Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs scored uh, six touchdowns in seven possessions. So, the one pick on the seventh possession. I don't. I honestly don't know. I mean, obviously, the Chiefs are still a playoff team, and probably. Super Bowl contenders most likely, but there just hasn't been the dominance from the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean to be fair, last year they uh, they really weren't that dominant. Like they were playing one score games like every week. Um, uh, they still managed to make the Super Bowl, um, but yeah, I agree. I think the defense is definitely a concern, especially this week. They're going against the Bills, who. I've looked like one of the best defenses in the NFL, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> along with a pretty good offense. Uh, so, I mean, uh, you know, what are you thinking about? Do you think the Chiefs are able to to squeak one out against the Bills in Sunday Night Football? I mean, I still think it's definitely possible. I, I'd say the Chiefs have been tested more than the Bills, absolutely. I mean... True. I mean, the Bills, Bills had to play played, with football teams. So oh, yeah. <laughs> they had to drop 40-whatever points on the football team. Uh, you mean lose 100-0. to zero. Yeah, I that, that. yeah. Just <laughs> ferocious pass rush. <laughs> um, I mean, the Chiefs had, like, the death row at the start. That's true. They got, who is it, the Ravens? The Browns. The uh, Chargers. Who's their other team? The Browns. And the Browns, yeah. I mean, that's a rough, <laughs> that's a rough way to start your season. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I, I I agree. Um, but I, I mean, obviously the Bills have had a softer schedule, but they have two shutouts. I mean, they I think they yeah, but one of them was against Davis Mills. Well, that's true. But still, beating them forty to nothing, beating the Dolphins what thirty five to nothing. Uh, I mean. Against the football team, they like basically just allowed that one Antonio Gibson long touchdown, and then got that weird yeah. like kickoff. <laughs> they beat the Dolphins thirty-five to nothing. How did I miss that? Uh, yeah, it was week week two. They beat them. I think oh, it was, it was 30- week. Okay, okay. I think it was thirty-five to nothing. Let me let me double check the score. I know it was. Was that the game that Tua got hurt? Yeah, it was the game that. Okay. Or, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, the further we get into nothing. the season. I was right. Jeez. 
the further we get into the season, the wilder and wilder that loss to Pittsburgh is going to look for the Bills. Yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, that, again, their defense played great in that game. Obviously, the Steelers' offense is a joke, but they, yeah. they, they couldn't do anything. You hate to see it. Yeah. <laughs> they still <laughs> got that weird, uh, you know, block yeah, like punt. the block pun, yeah. <clears throat> and Josh Allen like forgot how to play football. Yeah, and the Steelers' defense was just destroying in that game. So, uh, yeah, Josh Allen has looked great since then, pretty much. Uh, you know, uh, in some of these games, he hasn't had to do too much, but uh, I I would not be at all surprised if they took care of. Them. I mean, right now they is so, it at? so far they Where's have it been. At? Uh, it's in Kansas City, I believe. Um, hmm. So, yeah, that, that is tough. And I could definitely see the Chiefs winning this anyway. But through four weeks, I don't think there's any question the Bills have been the better team. Uh, yeah. But obviously, it's hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes and company at home. So, or anywhere, really. But Yeah, I could see it going either way. All right, great analysis, guys. This game could be won by the Chiefs, or it could be won by the Bills. So, tie incoming. No, I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it will not be a tie. <laughs> I'll watch it be a tie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been close. There's been a lot of overtime games this year. No, that has, has there been that many? I feel like there haven't been that many. I just remember like Scott Hansen saying there's been an overtime game every week. Yeah, I guess that is surprising. Yeah, there were two this past week. Um, so I guess technically, I guess... like if the Raiders missed that field goal against the Dolphins, there could have been a tie already. Yeah, Raiders have been in, in two <laughs> overtime games already. If the if Randy yeah. Bullock hits his, that that game easily could have been a tie. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we're getting close to Ty Glad. I, I was honestly, that, that was a huge reason I was glad to see the Randy Mess because I, I don't want there to be a tie. Also, I want Zach Wilson to get a win. So, <laughs> what caused you to like get so attached to Zach Wilson? <laughs> I don't know. I just watched some tape on him. I was like, oh, I really like this guy. I think he's going to be really good. And, you know, I just like being right. So, yeah. I want to be good. <laughs> Uh, it's too bad I don't have him in Dynasty anymore. I should have just canceled my team. Yeah, why'd you trade him? You're so excited to get him. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't need him on my team at all. Like, I have Kyler Murray. And I mean, Matthew yeah, Stafford, you're never going to start him. And I desperately needed a running back, so. What did you trade him for? I traded Zach Wilson and a first-round pick for Josh Jacobs. That's right. Yeah. So, I, I don't really regret <laughs> that, but. It's, Hopefully, it's, Josh Jacobs' toe gets a little better, though. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, because I, I honestly considered starting Damian Williams ahead of him this week. So that's not. I need to figure out if I want to start Samaj P. Ryan. <laughs> Mixon can't go. I I would suggest not, honestly. But uh, you know, you do what you want. <laughs> you mean you wouldn't put Samaj P. Ryan over Zeke, Derrick Henry, or Chris Carson? <laughs> Uh, well, Chris Carson has a question mark, too, if he's going to play. So I guess. Yeah. So it's like, do I start Samaj Pirine or Trey Sermon? Because those are really my only other options. Do you not have four receivers you can play? 
well, now that I got rid of Jameson Crowder, I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, take a look at your team. I, I would just suggest not starting Smudge P. This is my, <laughs> my main advice. Uh, I'll trade you Alex Collins if, if uh, Chris Garson can't go. You have a backup. Uh, I'm going to pass. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners Only cost you two first round picks. Oh, okay. Yeah. The listeners need to know the intricacies of my fantasy football team. They that love provides me so much stuff. pain. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'd love to hear the story about how Drew came back to me on that Sunday or that Monday night football game. Yeah. Well, Six touchdowns. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Doug Baldwin and LeGarrette Blunt. Yep. Too good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Um, all right. Um, any of these other games? Oh, I did want to talk about. Let me let's hit the Monday night game real quick. Those Chargers Raiders. This is a pretty big one. I mean, AFC West. Uh, you know, three and zero team against two and one team. It was uh, it was a big deal, and the Chargers came out hot. They. They really dominated the first half. Uh, Raiders came back a little, um, but you know, Chargers ended up pulling it out. Justin Herbert has just been amazing this year. I, I, he's a baller. He's so good. I love watching Justin Herbert play. Um, and I mean, you know, this game like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were quiet, and you know, the Chargers still just balled out. Yeah, when they got the, I think it was the first touchdown. And I was trying to read the name of the jersey. I was like, who the hell is Parham? Donald Parham, dude. <laughs> He's the... <laughs> Don't you remember uh, last year when the Chargers... Uh, I think it was the Chargers-Raiders game. Or it might have been Chargers-Broncos. I don't remember, I don't remember who they're playing. But the Chargers had the ball at the goal line. Uh, with like, like the last play, they threw a fade to Donald Parham. <laughs> trying to, try to win the game. And they asked Justin Herbert after the... And he's like, well, yeah, it's single coverage on Donald Parham. If I get that, I'm, I'm throwing that every time. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, mean, he, this I mean, he was like 6'8", so I mean, I guess there's, there's guess, that, yeah. that reason. But, like, still, it's like you're, you're back at tight end. I, I don't know yeah. if you just want to throw the fade to him every time. Um, I really was just squinting. I was like, that guy's too thick to be mike williams uh, who the hell is that? i i was uh, i was uh, talking to pep uh before the game and it, we were talking about just random bets to make and he was like he was like i'm, I'm gonna bet on donald parham anytime <laughs> touchdown score <laughs> i've been looking at it all day and uh, he ended up not making the bet and, and i was like oh pep he screwed up just bet on the first touchdown score it made made a bundle yeah I think it just surprised me how all around the Chargers just looked like a complete football team. Yeah. <laughs> they just They're, looked really good. Yeah, I love how their defense is playing. You know, obviously, the, when James has looked really good, uh, you know, we yeah. we were talking about it before the season. I like, you know, they're always getting them back and always get hurt, but... Seems so like... now you've doomed him to a torn <laughs> pectoral muscle in the next game. Yep, probably. But I, I also think uh, one of my favorite things about this team is that Brandon Staley is just has a, a huge set of balls on him because he just is going for it <laughs> on every fourth down. Fourth and four on the 40? <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. go for it. 
it's it's awesome and it's he has the perfect quarterback to do it you know it, you can get away with the stuff when you got a great quarterback and they have it and it's it's awesome i, I love watching the chargers i feel like the most impressive thing about this game for me was just how well the chargers handled the momentum shift because i mean they yeah. got up 21 nothing and you think like oh man that's gonna be a, a blowout and then the raiders score and then you kind of sense, all right, they could be coming back. They get it to one possession game, and it just felt like, all right, this game is destined to be tied, and then, like, who knows what happens then. Yeah. But Chargers after the Raiders got to 14, yeah, <laughs> like, the script was writing itself. And then, you know, they get the ball back after the Raiders score the second touchdown and just march on down the field and kind of get it to a two-possession game again and really put it out of reach. And it just felt... Like, I was not expecting that to happen. I was just impressed they were able to get a drive together while the Raiders' defense was probably thinking, all right, we just got to, like, one more stop. Just one more stop and we can get in this game. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, it, they they handled it great. They don't seem like the same old Chargers right now. They seem like a team that's going to be a playoff team for sure. I, I'd, I'd like the Chargers. I mean, they could even win the AFC West. I know – we're still kind of expecting the Chiefs to do that with even, you know, they're, they're in last place. But I think we're, I think they're probably, I, I wouldn't, I haven't checked, but I would guess they're still the Vegas favorite. Um, I would think so. Nobody's really taking the Broncos seriously. So, yeah, the Broncos also have, have a crap load of injuries. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think, but I think the Chargers are, legit contenders here um it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a slugfest there but i I, i'm looking forward to watching all of it if all these teams are are different i mean i guess uh, but the chargers seem like the most complete of the teams right now it's yeah it's kind of amazing especially now when you have a coach that seems you know (laughs) capable yeah (laughs) sure that helps (laughs) that's a subtle dig at anthony i mean is it wrong (laughs) oh definitely not definitely correct (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right um well i i I don't know that i want to talk about the football team but i will uh bring them up briefly (laughs) Um, because they did get the win. They won. <laughs> they got the win. That's the important. Yeah. Part. Um, Terry McLaurin is amazing. Um, I, I, I just, I don't understand why the defense is so bad. Like, cause it's like, it's like so bad. Has Chase like, what is Chase Young's sack total or pressures? Like, what? What's his PFF grade? Like, what? <laughs> uh, I think last week he was like. 42nd among edge rushers. Uh, let me let me check real quick right now uh, where he ranks. Can you get like his number, or do you have to have the edge or elite, whatever subscription it is? No, I can get his number. Okay. His his number wasn't like that bad. He was at like a 75, I think. Um, oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. He's yeah 71. He's 38th among edge rushers. Um, it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, like, where's the fault? Because I've always felt like it was the pass rush. Like, 
people are complaining about the pass rush? Is it like, what's bad about it? <laughs> it's I, I don't I, honestly. I think one thing is that uh, we play a lot of zone defense, and that's just not working. I don't really know why, because like I feel like we're not that bad when we play man. I, I, I mean, I tried to tell you William Jackson is only good in man. Yeah, and we've we've run a lot of man. I, I don't know why we're playing so much zone this this year. Um, and it, it's just it's not working. The linebackers are John Bostic is very slow. Uh, I that's definitely an issue. Landon Collins is just a disaster. Um, <laughs> I mean, how's, how's Jamin Davis doing? He really just hasn't done much at all. Like he's, he, I feel like he's invisible. I never, never see him make a tackle. Yeah, I haven't even heard him, heard his name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not playing like that much. Uh, I mean, he's playing, but, uh, you know, he's, he comes off the field a lot. We got, I, I think Holcomb and Bostic both play more than him. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. It's it's sort of weird. I he, uh, the, I, I think the, the pass rushers, like, they're all individually playing okay, but I, for some reason we just can't get pressure as a unit. I don't know if it's just, we don't scheme enough. I, I, we definitely don't blitz enough. I feel like we definitely need to blitz more. Um like yeah, do they run like stunts or like what? I mean, that. Or are you just relying on like the finesse of Young and Sweat? I think I think that's the issue is that they're just relying too much and just like yeah, just rush and you'll get there. Um, <laughs> we've run some more stunts recently and it, it works better, but I don't know. Like there's there's a lot of issues. Uh, I, we're we're thin in the secondary as well at corner. Um, so I, I, it's, it's just been terrible. I mean, like you look at the quarterbacks who played the football team, and it's like if you take those four games to be like the best four quarterback in the league by far. Like <laughs> Justin Herbert was amazing week one. Week two, Daniel Jones looks like the greatest quarterback in the league. Uh, Josh Allen has his huge bounce back game week three, and then Matt Ryan looks like the old Matt Ryan last year. I, and yet, you're still two and two. Yep, it's. I mean, we're an offensive team right now. It's the, the offense is fun to watch, and it's basically all just Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson, um, and some JD <laughs> McKissick. But yeah, that's that's working for us. So some a little Logan Thomas sprinkled in when he before he got hurt. When he gets back from his hamstring, yeah. yeah. And Taylor Heineke somehow like channeling the spirit of Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. Heineke is very fun to watch. Uh, very nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know it's a fun offense. It's not bad. Um, so uh, at least that. Uh, if defense can just get it together, I think this team can be actually good. But. Uh, We'll see if that can happen. I mean, hopefully. How did you get pressured last year? Like, was it still just young beating people off the edge, or was it? I like. <laughs> how does it work one year, and then the next year you just get nothing? Yeah, I mean, I also think we need to run a little bit more. I feel like we have less of a rotation now. Last year, you know, we got we were able to get that rotation with Kerrigan. In, yeah. in there as well. 
Um, Where did Kerrigan go? Was he even on a team? Uh, he was on the Eagles. Uh, That's right. That's right. But um, I don't. I haven't seen him playing. I don't, I don't know if he got hurt or something. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about him. Yeah. Um, uh, so I had to check on that. But yeah, I I don't know what I I, I, I think that that would definitely help. But uh, well, let's see. Maybe maybe it is a thing where like they get they get tired and you know, they need a little bit of a, a break to get get pulled, especially when we're just rushing are, four. And yeah, I can see that. Who are the backup edges? Um, you know that that's actually somewhat of an issue because you don't <laughs> have too many good backups at an edge rusher. I mean, okay, we got like what's his face. Uh, um, freaking! Uh, uh, I'm I'm forgetting his name now. It's um, not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, you know it's... every football player in the league, Alex, and you can't remember the backup. Yeah, edge rusher fucking, on the uh, football team. James Smith Williams, the most boring that name. Doesn't yeah. <laughs> ever. Uh, and like uh, we we barely play any. I mean, we get some rotation interiorly, obviously with with Ioannidis and, and Tim Settle come in. Um, and you know, the, sometimes we have like you know, we can get those guys playing on the edge too, um, just because we don't have much of a rotation there. So that's definitely yeah, that, that's definitely an issue. Um, but we we're just hoping to. I guess we were just hoping to rely on Young and sweat and uh, I don't think that's that's working yeah uh, especially with I don't think they've like you know had that type of work uh, like that type of work like it's so hard to be a, a, a defensive end like it's one of the most tiring positions that's why these teams that have these rotations get so, so successful with pass rushers um, so I think I think that that's definitely part of it that is just kind of odd that i mean they had to know in the off season like oh man this front four is really good but who are like who's who's backing them up and then they just didn't do anything to address it like who did they draft did they draft an end at all uh, no, we didn't. We didn't draft an end. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I feel like we were just like, oh, our defense is set, so we're good. <laughs> Fine. It's, yeah, it's not Madden where everybody just can go all out for every play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, to just turn injuries off and then stamina problems off, and then that's uh, no problem. I would love if we could turn injuries off. It would make watching Joe Burrow dropbacks just so much less stressful. <laughs> you don't even need to invest in an offense line. I am a wreck almost every week. <laughs> every sack, I'm like, please get up. Please, for the love of God, get up. But, yeah. Well, there's... Uh... Always next week for him to get hurt. So that's yeah, that's kind of where my mind goes. <laughs> There's always a chance. Yeah. Hopefully that brace holds up. 
Uh, I feel like we've uh, hit on enough for uh, for this week. Any other teams you uh, desperately wanted to talk about? Uh, <laughs> not really. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, actually, sorry. Um, we did we did forget to talk about the the Rams Cardinals game. Um, oh yeah, because uh, that that was kind of a big one. Um, that was a big one, and I was kind of the the most surprising game of the week for me because I. It was the it was my only failed bet really this week. Uh, I was better on the Rams to cover. I really thought they were gonna gonna stop the Cardinals because they seemed like the much better team to me. But Kyler Murray came out and made his case for MVP. I think he's kind of leading that that charge right now uh, with the way he's playing. Has the Cardinals four zero? Um, Reeb, you did pick the you did uh, pick the Cardinals this one, so. Um, why don't you uh, give your analysis of why you thought they could win? And that's <laughs> a uh, bold of you to think I have analysis <laughs> about this game, and I wasn't just trying to be a dick that I randomly picked the Cardinals. <laughs> um, oh gosh, I feel like the card like it's just one of those games where it's obviously two good teams, but the Cardinals just took advantage of the opportunities that they had. Like they got, unless I'm mistaken, cause I, you know, <laughs> I glanced at the game, but there are a few turnovers and the Cardinals scored on those turnovers and it just made it hard for the Rams. And I just think it was probably arguably the worst game Matthew Stafford played for the Rams. I mean, it's still good, but, it's just tough. I mean, the Cardinals, I think the defense has played better than I've expected. I mean, the offense is crazy. A.J. Green looks not at his prime, but he looks much better than he did on the Bengals last year. I think he just didn't want to play for a losing team anymore. And, I mean, Chase Edmonds is better than I expected. I always kind of saw him as a backup but, you know, he's looked good. James Conner looks good. Yeah. It's weird to think that, like, J.J. Watt is on this team, and I always forget that he's on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I think this – I did not expect Cardinals to be good. I, I pegged him for last place in this division. I think most people did. Um, not because people thought the Cardinals were going to be terrible. Everybody thought they were clearly the fourth-place team in this division, and they look like the best best team right now um i I did not i didn't expect the offense to be nearly this good uh you know i love kyler murray um but i hadn't seen anything from this you know cliff kingsbury offense to think that they were going to suddenly turn around just because they got an aging aj green and you know drafted rondale moore but they look fantastic um and kyler murray seems to have taken a taken a leap and I mean that's what's carrying the team. The defense uh, is fine; um, it's it's solid. Um, but ultimately, they're only you know a little bit better than than I expected. But this is, this is an offensive team, and I I kind of think they can keep it up. I don't. I mean, I'm not expecting to end as the number one team in the league, but yeah. I think they can be. Uh, I mean, I'd be shocked if they didn't make the playoffs at this point. And as a you know legit legit contender, 
Yeah, I mean, you beat the Rams, who everybody kind of had as their consensus number one NFC team. Yeah. You got to be considered. Yeah, I think they're probably number one in most people's power rankings this, this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd i probably say the most shocked I am about this team is just how well Cliff Kingsbury has <laughs> like gotten to this team. I mean, he always had a good offense at Texas Tech, and I really didn't ever think he'd be, you know, like a really good NFL coach. But he's been a much better NFL coach than college coach, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody, I don't think anybody was very impressed with him until this year. So I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it kind of seems, I mean, the offense doesn't seem that much different other than the fact that, this, I don't know, Kyler's playing, playing so well. I mean, it's also, they started out hot last year, and obviously it wasn't to this level, but people were kind of starting to hype them up and thinking, oh, okay, this is year two, like, they're getting into it, and then they kind of collapsed down the stretch, so... I do think they need to keep at it, obviously. Like, they can't... Yeah, it's, it's true. I feel like last year it was a lot more, like, Kyler was being exciting on the ground. Um, you know, he's running for a bunch of touchdowns, and that was, like, the majority of the offense. Now, you see, like, some... The, the, the passing game is just really getting going, and everybody's getting involved. Christian Kirk, AJ Green, Rondell Moore some weeks, and obviously Keanu Hopkins. Um... So, uh, I I think this year they look much more promising. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm 100. Like again, I I don't really expect them to finish as the top team in the league, but who knows that they could. Yeah. Only undefeated team left. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. We only have one one undefeated team. Yeah, only after four weeks. Yeah. I remember one uh, one year, like we didn't get anybody had better than three and zero. I can't remember what year that was. I think it was like twenty fifteen or something. Uh, I think twenty sixteen. I think I always like the years where there's like multiple undefeated teams. Yeah, that is like fun. getting to like week ten or eleven. It's always fun. I think no, it was um, it was twenty sixteen. I think because it was the year. The, on the Cincinnati year, I believe, because the Bengals were like, the last three on team, along with one other team, and then they got stomped by the by the Patriots. Yeah, but that was wait, was that no, that was twenty fourteen. I can't remember it was twenty. It was the one of the years they won the Super Bowl. I can't, I'm pretty sure it was twenty fourteen. There's too many to keep track of. Yeah, because twenty sixteen Brady was suspended for the first four weeks. Yeah, yeah. So it must have been twenty fourteen. Okay, anyway, I don't know why I need to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's get into some overreactions here, Reeb. I know your favorite oh, segment. Um, um, I've um, had one. It's just not really football-related. <laughs> well, uh, who needs it to be football-related on the Pro Football <laughs> Jokes podcast? I mean, it's related to watching football. Uh, okay, well, I guess that's football-related then. All right, so uh, um, why don't you go ahead, Reed? I am tired. Let me make sure I'm not f***ing it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of all these commercials with Gronk and them <laughs> saying, like, oh, this insurance is so good, but remember, you got to be in the military for it. 
It's like, who is this for? For people. If I'm watching this, obviously, but like they already know. (laughs) They should already know that is like the best insurance they can get. I'm sure, like their military officers are telling them that. So what is this for? Is it just to like show off to a regular civilian, like, hey, you're missing out on this good car insurance? Uh, just join the military. That's what it is. It's I don't like, get them. Join, join the military so you can get our insurance. <laughs> Give up your life so you can save like $20 a month on the car insurance. Seems worth it. I'm tired of them. And I see it every commercial break. Well... And I don't understand the charm of like Gronk trying to scam his way into this insurance. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of weird. You're like, oh, you're a Gronk, millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Gronk, you're just trying to pretend you're like you're in the military <laughs> so you can <laughs> save a few bucks on insurance. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for the commercial where they just use the cringy application of like, I play football. That's like war. <laughs> and then it's just like the worst. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a weird commercials. Um, I don't know that I have as strong a reaction to them as, as you do. Apparently, <laughs> just so annoying. <laughs> but Gronk, just pay for your own <laughs> insurance. You have millions of dollars. <laughs> well, that's what he has to do. See, the the insurance lady is is putting him in his place. <laughs> Yeah, that's my overreaction. Please stop with the AARP commercials. Okay. Well, uh, that's uh, definitely an interesting one. All right. Um, my overreaction is uh, on uh, on the Panthers. Um, as you guys know, uh, Sam Darnold leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Uh, but my overreaction is that he will not finish the season as the rushing touchdown leader. Um, I just, I just think uh, he's he's gonna hit hit a wall here soon, um, and he's not gonna be able to uh, to keep up this astounding pace. Um, you know, I I think um, you know Cam Stewton, fourteen rushing touchdowns uh, will will elude him for the for the QB record as well. So, um, Sam Dar- but I, I invite Sam Darnold to prove me wrong. So thank you. Let, let's get out of here. Uh, <laughs> good good pod guys uh appreciate yeah. you guys listening to our random rants um and uh hopefully we will uh, still hear you next time or you will hear us next time <laughs>